Yes. Today's episode is sponsored by Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. Nerd Wallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable, fact-based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation, find your next credit card, or loan for a big purchase, and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Dom Giordano on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Dom time. Finally, the results from this um, Iowa, which, as you know, been there, done that, seen the caucus, not liking that we depend on Iowa for this big snapshot. But there were a lot of things that came out of this yesterday, including the Wall Street Journal now in their editorial page saying to Ron DeSantis, get out. Now, why is that important they want to sand this out because the Wall Street Journal are pro-illegal immigration. Let's face it. They're high and mighty. I respect them on most things. But when it comes to illegal immigration, they want it. They are all there, cheap labor, the whole thing. And they want to sand this out because they see the only hope is for all this to coalesce around Nikki Haley. Funniest headline I saw from the uh, Babylon Bee. They're right on the money. They really went to town. Nikki Haley comes in third, says, let's start bombing Iowa. Exactly on point. Exactly to the other uh, fault with Nikki Haley. And that's what's happened. They can't wait to hope that somehow or another, and, and her coming in third here, takes some of the wind out of her sails going into New Hampshire. If Trump wins New Hampshire Still, I think he wins by double figures. Then, essentially, it's over if it was ever on. But the Wall Street Journal is the rear guard action. And a great uh, columnist today, uh, writing at uh, Substack, Badia Unger Sargon. It's a mouthful. I've had her on, and I probably mispronounced all three. I'm over (laughs) three there. She writes, the thing liberals don't understand about the average Republican voter in 2024 is that they hate the Republican Party, probably more so than even the Democrat. That's a given. Mitch McConnell, all that gaggle of those uh, corny and all those guys and women that stand with them all the time is a perfect example. And Nikki Haley's in that clack, and they don't want it. And they're willing to overlook a lot of stuff with Trump. Because Trump is something different. Trump is in opposition to that. Trump is their force to say, we don't want this. She goes on to say, the average liberal feels well represented by the Democrat Party because the Democrat base, like the party leadership, are college-educated so-called elites. They share the same list of priorities. But the average Republican voter is working class now. That's been the big change in America and truly loathes the Bush-era version of the Republican Party, which meant tax cuts for the rich, failed wars, and an economic agenda that outsourced jobs to China, among other things. 
who's the guy that coalesced Trump's thinking? Organized it. Rick Santorum, blue-collar conservative. Remember that? We did a speaker series here. We got to get Rick Santorum back on. He, Trump met with him one day for like seven or eight hours. Now, I'm not saying that uh, Trump might not have harbored a lot of the same instincts. But that Santorum book, kind of chapter and verse, took us down a different path. Get out of the unending wars. Trump is going to not be uh, consistent with the idea that you can never favor putting a tariff on something, for example. He is going to um, be in favor of things like Social Security continuing in the way it is and all that. In other words, he's got a different agenda than the uh, stolid Republican Party that we've seen. They hate him. They're afraid of what he might do. And his supporters hate them more than the Democrats, I think, or at least equal. That's where we are. And this is a landslide victory, although uh, the base of support. Here's, here's a nugget that I was looking at that I I found in all this. DeSantis versus Haley had a plus 30%, meaning 30% among voters, and there were a number of them, who favor making abortion illegal under all circumstances. So in other words, DeSantis beat Haley among voters in polling that said, I want abortion to be illegal in all circumstances. But here's the thing. Trump won 55% of evangelical voters. Trump doesn't want a six-week ban. He's gone after. He said it's too harsh. So my point is evangelicals, for a lot of reasons, are willing to give the Republican nominee, in this case Trump, some breathing space on what others would say you need to be if you're going to win in Iowa, meaning no exceptions, six-week ban, all that stuff. Evangelicals went with Trump, 55%. He won college-educated Republican voters only by a point over Nikki Haley, but that's an improvement. His core base were conservative, extremely conservative, rural, and uh, people who were uh, more evangelical. All right? Now, this is quite a comeback when we started this. Let's, let's take the long view. It, does, it seems like a million years ago. When we started the positioning for this about a year ago, I can remember how hot a ticket was Ron DeSantis. As I had an inside thing here, Dan, he was coming to town and we were trying to get him to come out here at the station. He was going to be here on President's Day. It fell through, but that's how big of a deal it would have been. He was neck and neck with Trump or ahead of Trump. So what is the single biggest thing? Now, there's a lot of things. He was a poor campaigner. When you get on the big stage, we've talked about this. I love Scott Walker and what he did in Wisconsin. When he got on the big stage up there with Trump, though, back in 2016, it looked pretty awkward, and he was out of the race pretty quickly. But uh, DeSantis was even more well-funded. He was neck and neck. What changed? What changed? 91-count indictments. That's the single biggest change. And Trump? has made the point, and people that are conservative, particularly religious, they agree with it by and large, he's taken one for the team. In other words, they're coming after him to stop you. 
he may lose his liberty because they don't want you to have your liberty. And you can have all the pundits in the world saying all kinds of things on this. As they think that message is corny, it's reverberating. What I don't get, the one fly in the ointment, and I have to see if we have people today that can can tell me this. If people agree, as I do, with the notion that the 91 count indictments, they help to fuel Trump. They see the government as weaponized against him and against them. Why then do about 30% of people in the polling say that if Trump is convicted on any of these felony counts, then they couldn't support him? I don't get that. Somebody's going to have to explain that to me if that's you. Or is that just, oh man, my friends wouldn't like me. I couldn't say I support Trump if he's a convicted felon. If you believe these are political, if you believe they're trying to stop him because he's tapping into something the Uniparty and the Republican and Democrats across the board don't want and they want to squelch it because they're all in it together in Washington, well, then if he's convicted, why would you say, then I can't support him? I think that's irrational. But I I need to hear from you. If you think that's rational, if Trump is convicted on any of these felony charges, now I'm immediately throwing out, he's not going to be convicted in Atlanta. Heck, the Soros-backed prosecutor there, I think, is the one more likely to be convicted than Trump, the Fannie Willis, given what she's been up to. (laughs) She can go to all the churches she wants, and she's going to have difficulty. I think that one can be dropped. Alvin Bragg, I don't think, is going to convict in New York. I don't see the January 6th getting inside the mind of anybody, let alone Trump's mind, as convictable. That's Jack Smith 1. The one where I think Trump could be convicted is the document case. I think that's more technical. He did this. You can't do that, etc. Now, will it be a felony? or That's the one where there's the most worryment. But let's say he was convicted on that. You mean to say the very same people who think the government's weaponized against them and Trump suddenly can't vote for him because he's a felon? Dan, do you see any uh, rationality in that? You get what I'm saying? I mean, if you think it's weaponized against you, so what if you're convicted then? Yeah. Why would you drop it? (laughs) Save face? I'm not exactly sure. Yeah. 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 What the... uh, what the rationale would be. All right, we got Kathy Barnett coming along. Uh, Vivek Ramaswamy, I think in the end, did the right thing here. Kind of surprised. I think he did decently, given everything, what he was up against. It's being said he had a miserable showing. I don't see it that way. What did he end up approaching 8% in Iowa, given where he came from? I, I don't see it that way at all. And he dropped out instantly. There wasn't any other path, but also... I think he wants to be in the Trump cabinet. I don't think he's going to be the VP choice. But his dropping out was uh, the smart thing to do. Kathy Barnett, who led his ground forces, will be here at 1230. Going to talk with Angelo Cataldi at 2 o'clock today. The Eagles last night, as all this was going on, wow. I've never seen just... A, a, more of a lack of effort in a playoff game. It was pretty apparent. Was more confusion. Horrible. But could pro football players making millions of dollars 
quit on a coach or something? That's insane. How did you get to the NFL if you're going to do that? And just the missed tackles. How do you get oh, yeah. to the NFL and just bounce off people like that? Yeah, and they had uh, Devontae Smith was tearing them up last night. They couldn't cover him. Even though he was the only thing they had, they couldn't cover him. And to come out in that first drive running and looking yeah. good with Swift and then passing it for the next two drives, what the hell are we doing, man? Yeah, exactly. And Baker Mayfield. You know, I have this thing with height. I'll admit it. I don't think he can see. And it's pretty obvious when you can't see, you're going to throw interceptions. They allow Baker Mayfield to look relatively good. That takes some doing. That defense. but And, and uh, Hurts getting a safety. I think if you're a quarterback in the NFL, unless you're hit from behind that you, you know, just out of the blue, you should never give up a safety. Baker's your height, as is Jalen Hurts. Well, that's a lie. Six, one and three quarters. They're, they're a lie, though. I think they're <laughs> lying about it. I'm not lying about it. See, if I, if, if I were putting down my NFL height, it'd be six, two in one quarter. Ah. There you go. See, then I would still be a short NFL quarterback, <laughs> but not the shortest. <laughs> Eight five five eight three nine twelve ten. That's how you get on board right now. Would you give up on President Trump if you're a Trump supporter? If he's convicted, where's the rationale in that? I don't get it. They're saying the process is political; it's weaponized. But I'd have to ditch him if he's convicted. All right, Jason Kelsey. By all accounts, I mean we're just going. I, I don't think he officially has said it, but it's all over the place, and he's retiring. And I get it, you know, the battering you take, et cetera. Just in all time, some have said he's the greatest Eagles draft pick in history. I would agree with that because he was a six-round pick and it'll be a consensus Hall of Famer. You just don't get that. Then there's the parade and things of that nature. They're second to none. So Jason Kelsey is clearly one of the most beloved athletes. And then because of the parade, one of the most beloved public figures in our area history. So we're looking today to hit us with someone beloved from this area, or if they're not from this area, they're, um, they, they moved here. You know, one way or another, they're connected to Philadelphia. Now, of course, you can't say Frank Rizzo. We're going to take that off the board. Can't say Jim O'Brien. Yeah, <laughs> That's amazing. That's the first choice. Write those two down. Uh, we'll take them off the board. Uh, Dan, do you have one? Uh, yeah. How about Ed Snyder? Uh, I don't know that he's beloved, but I think, you don't he, think should. So? I think he should be. Yeah. 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 I, I put him in the camp that he ought to be. Yes. I have another controversial one. How about Allen Iverson? Yeah, he is. Yeah. Yeah. As yeah, much I as he is. Look, even I have to give some, you know, I'm torn. It's like I despise a lot of stuff about him. But then somebody that's coming at me with the ball saying, you're going to kill me or I'm going to kill you. I got to let it go. I don't care whatever else he did. He's coming at me with a look like, who is going to kill the other guy here? <laughs> I got to go with him. You know. What I mean? And one more controversial one. Yes. Gritty. Uh, well, Gritty is not beloved. Yeah. Well, yeah, okay. yeah, well he's apparently, beloved. Apparently he is. Yeah. 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 All right. There's a million of them here. Once we latch on to your beloved, Jason Kelsey is... As much a center. I mean, he plays one of the dullest positions possible. Offensive line. When have we fallen in love with an offensive line? It's a quarterback. It's a it's a gritty defensive, you know, defensive players, Philadelphia. The way you know you're doing a good job is when people don't know your name. Exactly. Yet they do know his. 
Then he's got the baggage of the brother in Taylor Swift, and we still love him. All right, 855-839-1210. That's a side question. Can you make sense of the idea that people say it's weaponized against Trump? He's taken one for the team, and yet if he's convicted, 30% of people coming out of Iowa said, nope, can't vote for it. Also, let me lay out next. I'm happy about this, but I don't think, and I think Trump's shrewd enough on this. All the pundits, all the people last night, all these people coming out of polls, they said their number one issue was people coming into the country illegally. It may be in Iowa in some crazy way. I'm not buying that, though. If I'm running, I'm not staking the campaign on that. It's great if that's a number two issue. Because it's visible. Is that your number one issue? I still can't get over people saying that. In what universe? And Trump is the most situated on that issue of anybody, but I think it's smarter to go after another issue. 855-839-1210. Yeah, that might be one. I'm not taking them all off the board. It could be real or fictional. Hit us with that all-time beloved figure in honor of the great... Jason Kelsey, I mean, uh, I wasn't down seeing it in person, but I was covering the parade route. We were down in South Philly, and the buzz already started when he had the Mummers outfit. I mean, that was... And Dan, the classic line, when he went through each eagle, and he said what their deficiency was. You remember Lane Johnson? Yes. Can't stay off the juice. And the guy's standing right there. How do you say something like that? Yeah, the profanity was a little bit much with kids here, but what the heck. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. Nerd Wallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable, fact-based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation, find your next credit card, or loan for a big purchase, and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow Nerd Wallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Great side question today in honor of the great Jason Kelsey, apparently retiring. I'm, I haven't seen official word, but everybody in the world believes that's happened. The debacle of last night. All right, coming off Iowa, though. Anybody make sense of this idea? And again, I'm discounting it. That if Trump is convicted, that suddenly the people that were so supportive and saying, yeah, he's taking one for the team, they're weaponizing the government, the government's coming after me too, are suddenly going to say, I can't vote for him now, he's tarnished. 
On what? Where's the logic? Now, I'm not saying it won't happen, because these things are not logical. But why in the world would you do that if you're saying he's doing it for you? They're coming after him because they're coming after you. He added a new line to that last night. They're going to take away my liberty because they don't want you to have your liberty, which is good. By the way, I liked his speech. A lot of it was come together type of stuff, et cetera. You know, we have a race going on. It was good. It wasn't continuing now. You know, they're defeated. So let's move on here type of stuff. Here is, though, uh, this was the worst of the night. And and, uh, Rachel Maddow is smart enough. But she's the most awkward on TV, Dan. My skin crawls watching her. It really is bad. It's it's awkward. You know, she doesn't get how to do it in the slate. I'm not saying you have to be completely buttoned up. You can have personality. But it's not personality. It's just klutzy. It's when you're teaching a middle school media class and that person gets in front of the camera and you're like, Oh, my God. This is rough. Here's her trying to she got a job on national TV. Here's how they were not going to take Trump's speech last night. And they wonder then why there's such support, such blowback. Well, we can't put that on. Listen to her rationale. How compromised. And Lawrence, stop the hammering. O'Donnell is on the panel there right next to her. How compromised. They'll be Joy Reid's on the panel, but they're going to be compromised as a news organization if they put the Trump speech on. Here's Rachel Maddow. Um, at this point in the evening, the projected winner of the Iowa caucuses um, has just started giving his victory speech. Uh, we will keep an eye on that as it happens. They're not uh, we even will let you know them. if there's any news made in that speech, if there's anything Who is noteworthy, it? something substantive and important. Um, the reason I'm saying this is, of course, there is a reason that we and other news organizations have generally stopped giving an unfiltered live platform to remarks by former President Trump. It is oh, not out of spite. Go. It is not a decision that we relish. It is a decision that relish. we regularly revisit. Oh, I'm sure you do um, revisit. And honestly, earnestly, it is not an easy decision. <laughs> but there is a cost to us as a news organization oh, of knowingly cost. broadcasting untrue things. That is a fundamental truth of our business and who we are. And so his remarks tonight will not air here live. We will monitor them um, and let you know about any news that he makes. So you're going to put Joe Biden up there, who's the biggest tall tale teller maybe in the history of politics. He's almost the quintessential stereotype of that type of stuff. You're going to carry that. Okay, but not Trump because of the disinformation, the lack of truth telling, etc. Somehow or another, they dusted off Howard Dean last night. Uh, this I'm not sure if this is MSNBC. It'll be cut 13. But here's why Dean's important. He fired another shot. They're not going to give up on this. They're going to blame evangelicals. If you're evangelical and you supported Trump, this is not going to end. Even though it's been proven time and time again, you're not going to bludgeon evangelicals into getting off Trump. In fact, to the credit, I think, of evangelicals, I told you that Trump got 55 percent, even though his position on abortion is much out of line with a lot of those evangelicals. And Ron DeSantis is much more in line with the six week ban. And even though that's a significant issue. I read it. They're willing to give Trump space, at least Trump on this, maybe not Nikki Haley. And they don't want their candidate to be saddled with the position. Ron DeSantis 
even if Magic had, look, I, I love a lot of things. The thing I love most about the saying is he is the most buttoned up. If he comes after you, he's going to fix it. He's going to drill down. That's Trump's failing. But Ron DeSantis made a cynical ploy here. He's too smart, I believe. I'm going to get evangelicals. I'm going to sign this six-week uh, bill. And that means you can't be elected president. Now, we're going to go through this again at some point here with candidates for governor, Republican side, next time around. We'll have them on and they'll say, I'm for no exceptions when it comes to abortions. And I'm going to say, I can't support you like Mark Houck. Mark Houck can't be the candidate. You got to love the guy, his story, all the stuff about him. But if he says no exceptions to abortion, you're not going to win in Bucks County. I think everybody gets that. And evangelicals looked at themselves and said, you know, Trump did give us the judges that overturned Roe v. Wade correctly and threw it back to the states. So he's got that track record. But Ron DeSantis tried to one-up that by saying the six-week ban. Well, guess what? That They know that's not going to fly. You're not going to win. So what do you win by supporting that? Well, my principles, good. And Joe Biden will continue to destroy the country. Now, Trump is in the right position here. But here's Howard Dean going after evangelicals. Well, it is. I mean, Trump is the farthest thing from an evangelical Christian. In fact, the farthest thing from a Christian in terms of his own professed values, how he treats women, how he uh, treats other people, his willingness to say whatever he wants, whether it's true or not. I mean, these are hardly what most Christians would call Christian values. So in in many ways, the danger here is that the evangelical Christians have abandoned any pretense of being ethical. Uh, and they're just doing this because Trump is their vehicle uh, to their vision of how the, what they'd like to impose on the rest of us in the United States. So I, I don't know what to make of all this. this Iowa is not a typical state. Uh, but it does have an influence because it's the first, and it does reflect how well you can organize it in the state. Okay, let's break that up. That's inconsistent, even though radically wrong, and inconsistent at the same time. Uh, talking about Trump as the vehicle to put their dominance over the rest of us. When Trump is violating, and Howard Dean knows this, several of the things at the core that evangelicals would say they want done, or some of them want done. Trump's not going to do that. He didn't do that. They will not stop this, that this group will be targeted. Yet the media won't talk about, say, the women's groups who allow carte blanche to any progressive or any Democrat that they have to in order to get over the finish line. The women's groups that don't say anything about Hamas and rape as a military tactic. Those women's groups, they won't be talked about. It's always the evangelicals. They're the group to go after here. All right, great side question today. Jason Kelsey, a retiring, all-time beloved Philadelphia area person. Real or fictional, you can hit us with. Let's go to Avery in Wilmington on Talk Radio 1210. Avery, welcome in. Hey, Dom. For, for about, for, about voting for Trump, I would vote for Trump if he kidnapped the Lindbergh baby. Uh, and then the answer to... My answer to your question is Captain Noah. Okay, why Captain Noah? I think that he has a, uh, first of all, I believe he was a pastor. Uh, I think so, yeah. And 
Yeah, he was very charming, a uh, lot of fun, uh, a lot of great memories as a kid growing up in the in the Philadelphia area. I think a lot of people liked Captain Noah. Oh, without a doubt. Thank you. I'll Did give you me ever a... send your pictures, Dom? Captain Noah? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that. <laughs> no, uh, he's, he's, he's up on the wall over at Channel 6. he got a big special place there, the captain and his wife. The one, Dan, up to about 10 years ago that people finally would call in with that was a kid show star, Gene London, was huge as a beloved figure. Yeah. All right, that's side question today. Real or fictional? There are a lot of them and still in the Philadelphia area, but Jason Kelsey definitely is in that pantheon. And uh, playing center, that is a particular... By the way, Dan, did you see the tush push was stopped? I figured out the way that you stopped the tush push. Did you see that? And it was critical. When the Eagles were gone for two, they they were going to kick the extra point, yeah, but was, there was a penalty. Was it straight up... Wasn't, are you talking about the face mask? No, no, no. Oh, okay. They stopped it. Okay. Now, the the uh, Buccaneers stopped it. What you have to do is, now they have a guy in the middle who's very good. He blunted it for a second. But usually what happens is then the push behind uh, Hurts pushes you into the end zone. One of them was able to jump over the pile on the side and tackle Hurts more from the back than the front. And that's how they stopped it. I was shocked. Well, I, like I don't that. know. I disagree. Because if you go back and look, that yeah. guy that jumped over the back, the way he stopped him was he, he latched onto his face mask. Well, the hole right right uh, by his you think ear. So? And yeah, you yeah, he yanked his helmet back. Well, I think, though, the tactic is to get on the side of the pile. Yes. You, you're not going to stop the gravity of the pile pushing forward. You have to momentarily stop it and then come to the side of the quarterback. I think somebody else should have been blocking there, but. I was shocked that they stopped it at something that critical. Yeah, if they had gotten the two points there, it would have put them ahead to get a touchdown after that. It was like, wow, stop the tush push. All right, 855-839-1210. So you hit us at the end of your call. I'm looking for people. Tell me the mentality. And as the polling, look, if you're going to go in for some of the polling, you go in for all of it. The polling was pretty accurate that people were fired up to say, the thing that moved Trump forward, the comeback of Trump versus DeSantis, is the weaponization coming after him, coming after people of faith. Okay. If Trump is convicted on any of these, why would you then drop him if you believe this is just weaponized against him? Is it to save face? I can't vote for someone who's convicted. That'd be too much. I don't get the logic there. Thank you. But I think it's fairly accurate. That's what the polling last night indicated. And is immigration really the number one issue in Iowa or anywhere else? I'm going to uh, dispute that. It's to our benefit to win, though. If people are caring about immigration enough, Biden's not going to stop it. That's good. But I wouldn't take my eye off the ball of what I think the real issue is. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. It's one thing falling in love with a house, and quite another navigating the world of negotiating, mortgage lenders, and finding the budget that works best for you. Guidance from an agent who's a Realtor can make all the difference, because that's 
who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. All right, Dom Giordano Show, welcome in. Look, I think uh, President Trump is shrewd enough on this. People are trying to sell the takeaway from the Iowa thing. Man, immigration, that's the heart of the issue here. It's not. I'm glad it's ratcheted up. But there's no way in the world that I can believe that's the number one thing on the minds. In Iowa, some of the polling indicated the people that voted yesterday. It's the cost of everything. It's inflation. And just because it's not the sexiest issue alive, you got to drill down more. You have to tell the story. You got to mine how much it diminishes people's lives. Because it upsets me, my anger. Maybe it's misplaced. Maybe you don't feel the way that I do toward this guy, because I know clearly he was told, go big, Joe, with the Beschlos and uh, who's the other guy? Michael Beschlos and uh, a couple of these other historians and all these people that gather around Biden. He decided, I'm going to spend trillion. We know what that creates. Inflation. It's baked in. It's killing people. It's actually ruining lives. People cannot feel. He, He talks all the time, Biden, Joey. People need to have a vacation. They need some breathing room. That's what my father told me, and that's what bosses ought to do. Give them some dignity and breathing room, meaning enough disposable income. And then this clown comes along and takes it away from you. To me, that's just a shot across the bow as bad or worse than what he's doing with illegal immigration. We know about that. But this is so tangible to the average person. It gets me a lot madder than even illegal immigration. But if illegal immigration is going to be in second place and rising, that's all to the good. Because there's no getting around that. And Biden is not going to change on that. He's not going to stop it just because they might try to paper it over with this deal and pretend. Uh, Philadelphia Inquirer today picks up the scent of that. And they're encouraging Biden to continue his policy at the border. But, Dan, you know what they recommend? He go to the border more often. What insanity. He goes to the border. They have to go and cover it, the news media. And what are they going to see there when Biden's there shuffling around? Maybe he'll make a wrong turn and end up in Mexico. My God. Yeah, let's bring it on on illegal immigration. They'll bring up all the things again. And I'm looking at a story that Breitbart had yesterday. You're starting to see various African-American groups that are moderate to slightly conservative make the point that illegal immigration makes African-Americans first poorer by undercutting in the job market. And that's why Trump is rising with that. I still think the issue, though, is what Biden has done to the lives of so many Americans. And then you have the other issue right there, illegal immigration, the media is going to be covering more just because of competitive advantage. But go to the inquire. Biden needs to go to the border more. These Republicans are just hateful. They're going to make the asylum issue worse. We don't have a, you know, they, they don't even know what they want to do is keep people in Mexico. That's the policy. They don't want to do that. That puts them at risk. A lot of these asylum claims are nowhere near asylum. They're economic, and you got to feel for people that want to come to this country for a better life. But that doesn't mean 
they're going to be able to wreck America as they are doing. So they can tell Biden to go to the border all that they want at the Philadelphia Inquirer. I don't see him doing it. 855-839-1210, AT&T and Verizon Wireless. All you have to do is just push pound 1210. Side question today in honor of the great Jason Kelsey. Hit us with that all-time beloved Philadelphia area person, real or fictional. Uh, Try not to just go to the world of sports. You know, some of those might be more apparent. Dig a little bit deeper. Uh, Like uh, Dan said, Ed Snyder. I know he's in the world of sports. He's not one you think of as beloved, but in his own way, he was just one of the greatest owners imaginable and uh, would have done anything to keep his team going forward. I mean, he certainly spent the money, uh, was taking the uh, long view, you know, wasn't going to just throw it aside uh, just to make money. Uh, let's go to Bill in Palmyra. He's with Dom on Talk Radio 1210. Hey, Bill. Dom, how are you doing today? Good, Bill. Yes, I'm here. Yes, so Hello. Do you have, Bill. Yes, yes, Bill, go ahead. Yeah, my, uh, my candidate is Bobby Clark. He personified the work ethic, lunch bucket uh, style of the Philadelphia sportsman. I mean, he wasn't the most talented in the league, but he really worked his tail off on every shift. You yeah. could see him going back to the, to the off the ice, just dragging his stick behind him. He was so exhausted all the time. Yeah, that's a good one. He was diabetic, too, and he put hockey on the map here. And he did break the, was it the goalie? Break the ankle of a Russian where there was almost a riot here. And Ed Snyder, Dan, apparently said, well, I won't pay the Russians then if they don't come out for the uh, third period. How do you like that? <laughs> what are they going to do about it? What's Putin going to do about it? Put Putin out there. We'll go after it. You see Putin takes a skate. Bob Kelly, the hound, comes down on him. I don't think that would work. It's Russia versus Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did beat them. Yeah. I yeah. love it. And I think Clark, I know Clark takes on the entire country and wins. Yeah, I know Clark uh, broke the guy's ankle. I don't know who it was. All right, that is the uh, side question today. We got a lot more on what's coming out of Iowa. A lot of things became clearer here. And Valery Karlamov. Uh, is, that, is that who he did? Yeah, the yeah. broken ankle guy. Okay. Yeah, sorry. Just a great name. Yeah. Trump clearly has uh, been given at least in Iowa, the ability to move forward on the issue of abortion, for example. I don't think he's going to be under much... You know, Democrats will gain a little bit on that. Dobbs and uh, democracy. That's all they have going. But then there's Joe Biden. Karl Rove is still out there pitching, well, why don't they get rid of Biden? He just can't give it up on the Republican. Is he a Republican? Well, establishment. He reeks of the establishment. Dom G. Giordano Show, welcome in. Probably the best sign for me, Trump coming out of Iowa, is what his group Save America PAC did. They had a tremendous ground game. In other words, not flying by the seat of your pants. Central to Trump's campaign were commit to caucus events held across Iowa, during which Trump supporters were encouraged to sign commitment cards, were recruited to volunteer. The Trump campaign tapped the volunteer precinct captains who were required to sit through an hour-long training and identify at least 10 Trump supporters who pledged to show up at Monday night's caucus. They were rewarded with those white and gold Trump caucus captain hats. 
Pretty and cool the, hats, man. Yeah, and the uh, I know you're a big uh, hat connoisseur. Big hat guy. Yes. Got my Captain Chucky's one rocking right there now. There you go. And the chance to be invited to a Trump event at the National Convention in July. The former president focused on smaller events, often in smaller media markets, prioritized giving interviews to media outlets in early nominating states rather than national ones. Here's the point. Finally, finally, it looks to me like this is buttoned up. I don't know who's running it exactly, who's corralling all this. But that's what you got to do. You already got the fastball. You're working on another pitch here. And that pitch is buttoning up things. Even if you vote and didn't pass away, it's worth it. <laughs> yeah, that's the fun entertainment. You got all that. We know that. That's natural. Go to town. Just button it up over here. The Trump caucus captain hats. I don't know if they have braid on there. You know, like a general. One of them gets a general hat. Out of it. I love that he just gives away hats to people. Yeah, the hats. Yeah, the hats are uh, big. Uh, let's go to Joe in Bucks County. He's on Talk Radio 1210. Hey, Joe. Hey, Don. Thanks for taking my call. You're welcome. Um, I just I considered abortion to be a non-issue uh, when the Supreme Court uh, threw the decisions back to the states. And I heard, uh, I heard Mike Houck say the same thing when questioned about it. He said it's not an issue. Well, you're not going to get away with that, though. But why? Well, simply because they're on to the scent, and uh, younger women, we saw that in the last two, 2022 and 2023, they come out by the droves because they know that that person, if they have any chance at power, are going to restrict their abortion rights. Well, if Donald Trump says that this issue belongs to the states, he's not taking... He's not, he's, he could say he's pro-life, of course, but it, it, it rightly belongs to the states. And well, well, state wait, like wait, we, we know that. You're talking about Mark Houck, though, or you're talking about uh, when Mastriano run and when they say no exceptions. Uh, Ron DeSantis, I don't think, can be president unless he renounces all this. Do you doubt that? He wants a six-week abortion ban. No, I don't think that would work. Only if it if it would happen if it if it was popular in the state of Florida, maybe, but not nationwide. This can't work. Well, you're, that's what I'm saying. You're out. Of course, Democrats are going to pursue this. Trump is smart on this, in that he has said that's too harsh. He's not for a 15 week ban nationally. He's not going to get into any of that stuff. And uh, it's not just about throwing it back to the states. Enough people have to believe that you're not going to be intervening in their lives on this. You are actually going to I agree with that. Yeah. No, I agree with what you're saying. I think yeah. they have to make that, uh, they have to really you know, exactly. bring that home. They have to really right. pound on that. And the media, and by the, is, way, is, the media is going to try to pick up the scent of any small thing that they can grab onto to convince people that you are going to come after them. So that, that's what I'm saying. Okay. Well, it's going to take a while anyway before the election. So that's something that they have to work on. And by the way, it's DeSantis with a T, not DeSantis. <laughs> Just saying. All righty. Thank you. Thanks uh, very much. Uh, 855-839-1210. Yeah, I think that he has put himself into a hole here. He went all in on winning in Iowa. Okay. And that didn't work, even though he came in second, which is important. And part of that is I'm still surprised that he signed that six-week ban. Whatever Florida thinks, he wants to be president. And nationally, 
People don't want that. It's pretty obvious. And Trump has been ahead on this. And this came up during the campaign. Trump was criticized as uh, not being pro-life. That's what the argument was. But Trump, the advantage of being a former president, can point to the fact he appointed judges who clearly kicked this back to the states where it ought to be. All right, uh, Richard in Somerdale on Talk Radio 1210. Hey, Richard, welcome in. Well, how are you doing today? Good, Richard. Uh, I want to say before we get with the question of the day there about uh, President Trump, uh, the voters in Iowa said they would not vote for him if he was convicted. Now, are they basing that on uh, the conviction from this uh, nut up in New York, the judge who already found him guilty? Or down in, in, no, no, uh, that, that's a civil uh, trial. No, we're talking about the criminal indictments. Well, well, any, I don't, I don't know what exactly they're looking at. They might be considering that too. But uh, I think it's, uh, why don't they wait until it goes to the Supreme Court before they make the decision? Well, well, wait, wait a minute, though. I don't know why they'd have to wait, though. If they're saying they're with Trump because this is being weaponized against him and weaponized against us, why then, if he's convicted, do you desert him? I don't understand the train of thought there. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. He, why would they make that decision before it went to the Supreme Court? I, w- I would wait until it gets to the Supreme Court before they say, well, we're not going to, he's convicted, so we're not going to vote for him. Well, you know, wait, wait a minute. Suppose the Supreme Court even suppose suppose everybody said he was convicted. Why would you abandon him if you believe this is political? They're doing it to weaponize it just to stop him. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I think they're wrong in, in doing that. Yeah, but anyway. Okay. All right. Who's my, your person? Uh, my person is Princess Grace, and uh, because a very the most classy person that came from Philadelphia. Uh, an excellent actress, just uh, top top four individual. Okay, I think that's a decent one, without a doubt. But uh, not sure we're reaching the creme de la creme here of somebody. When you go, wow, yes, that is a beloved figure, Kelsey. At least for now, now he's a center, Dan. Who knows? A couple years from now, will people go, oh, Jason Kelsey? Who was that? You no, know? I don't think so. I think you don't think be, so. No, he's gonna be lasting. Yeah. Why? I'd be, I, the parade. Yeah, the parade. I, I just think he, he's kind of ingrained in the culture of Philadelphia now. Like all, all the, when you think of the legendary Eagles, I think he's going to be among them, and he's going to hang around the team. I think for a while. And well, I I think, can't see him going. Anywhere. I think the number one Eagle. If people are old enough, talking about being ingrained, they still think a lot of it beyond belief is Chuck McNarick. Yeah, and that's uh boy, that's sixty years ago, but. Uh, well, the person I think of that is just like a part of the community still, and you hear his right. name just randomly dropped, and you're like, oh, I haven't heard that name for three months, but it makes total sense I'm hearing it because he's still relevant somehow. It's Ron Jaworski. Like, yeah. like you think how, Ron, know, how think Ron Jaworski, beloved, how he has golf courses and yeah. all that? I could see Jason Kelsey taking a similar path in their local area. Yeah, and... I don't know that Jaworski's beloved. Dick Vermeil. Yeah. I think is. I mean, that's why he did the Independence Blue Cross ads, and he's not even from here. Ray Didinger. Yeah, Ray we should have taken that yeah, one. Did he yeah, I think that yeah. he's retired and still, whenever he comes on, yeah. How about uh, Smedley write this one on uh, Twitter? Joey Vento? Oh, yes. Yeah, you think well, he's beloved? Well, love, beloved it and hated it in equal measure. Yes. So, yes, you got, you know. Uh, I, I divisive. Think, yeah, I think you could be divisive and still be beloved if it's significant enough, you know? Yeah. 
Yeah, there's nothing divisive about Kelsey, though. I can't imagine anybody doesn't like Jason Kelsey. Uh, based on what? Well, you'd be surprised. Uh, I've gotten like, yeah. like I have a Jason Kelsey jersey. I've gotten pushback for it. For what reason? What are well, they not know, like? like yeah. Yeah, he's a sellout uh, over you know choosing media, the whole Taylor Swift thing, and yeah, but he's not dating Taylor Swift. I know. I yeah, know. it's just yeah, promotions. that's kind of weird. Yeah. But I encourage that anti-Taylor Swift sentiment, so I, I want to be on record <laughs> saying that's a good thing. All right. Hey, if he's the best man and Taylor Swift marries uh, Travis Kelsey, yeah, that might take away a little status. Eight five, he'll show up in the Mummers uniform. 855-839-1210, you get in. Kathy Bookvar surfaces, and I want to play what she said. The woman who tried to throw and was successful, the 2020 election, Secretary of State in Pennsylvania, Dan, now heading up a consultancy firm on the issue of election security. Oh, yeah. That's next on Talk Radio 1210. Dom Giordano, weekdays noon till 3, from Talk Radio 1210, WPHD. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. Nerd Wallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable, fact-based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation. Find your next credit card or loan for a big purchase and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 